Brendan, how are you doing this evening? I'm great, Kayla. Thanks very much and welcome to all the listeners. Fantastic. So, Brendan, getting right into it, referring to the current state of the economy, can you give us an overview of any trends that you've picked up in the agricultural sector, big businesses, small businesses, in and around the Free State and Northern Cape, and then also pre-COVID, during COVID and post-COVID? Geez, thanks, Kayla. That's a nice broad question. I think on the whole, we're in a very interesting cycle at the moment. I think, you know, one would be aloof to think that the macroeconomic environment isn't tough at the moment. I think we've been in an upward interest rate cycle that affects all of us. We've been in a in an environment where, you know, the Ukraine-Russia wars put significant strain on, on input costs, specifically for our agricultural segment. You know, if you just, I mean, if you just look at the price of fertilizer and things that all of us use daily, diesel, it's really become expensive. So we've seen strain in the economy. We've seen that um, people have had to become more innovative in how they operate. But on the whole, I think we've we've been in a in an interesting cycle where there's been a bit more pressure on the disposable income side of our, specifically in the retail space. People are feeling the pinch. So yeah, we're in for an interesting time at the moment. In regards to that, which are the sectors that are suffering at the moment the most and which are thriving through everything that we've seen the economy face in the last let's say, three years? You know, I think with any cycle, whether it's an upward or a downward cycle, there's always winners and losers. So, so I think before I answer your question around the sectors, I think the thing is, it doesn't matter what sector you're in and what business you're in, it's about what approach you take and, you know, what you focus on during that cycle. And that will dictate if, if you're successful or not. But I think if you look sector specific, I think the retail sector is really facing some strain. I think, you know, the debt levels and disposable incomes of individuals especially has, has been under pressure. And, you know, on the whole, we are seeing that those businesses and individuals that are focused on being productive and doing the best of what they what they have and being innovative have been successful. If I take an example, you know, if you take during, I mean, you asked, you, you referenced earlier COVID. If you take guest the guest house industry as an example, many guest houses, you know, took a lot of strain and, and many closed um, during that period. But there were also guest house owners that were very innovative during that time that are flourishing, that have um, amended their offerings. So, so I think the message that is in that is within your own environment, look what opportunities are there and make the most of them. We are currently very aware of the country's energy crisis and with load shedding having severely affected businesses and I think for some to a very devastating point. What is the impact on both big and small businesses as well as the agricultural sector in regards to load shedding specifically? Oh, it's significant. I think, you know, one would be ignorant if you thought to be anything else. You know, if you, you can take it in a wide range. If you take a large-scale irrigation farmer, you know, that's not self-sufficient on solar or something like that. The impact of load shedding on the timing of getting the pivots to run, etc., is significant. All the way down to if you take a small shop owner. I was the other day quickly seeing a client in Kronstadt and I wanted to stop to get something to eat on the way out. And all of the small businesses, you know, next to one of the quick service um, restaurants had their lights off and they were all sitting outside on camp chairs. And this is detrimental to our economy. So the impact is, you know, what I'm trying to get across is a wide range right from the small business owner all the way to large producers. So I think the importance of it is to identify within your business 
what kind of solutioning you know you need to consider. I think it's, it's a reality that one needs the solution. I mean, uh, coming in here, I know that you know there was load shedding outside, but obviously you guys are set up in here, and you know I think you know all of the financial institutions, including Standard Bank, can assist with some of those solutions for businesses to plan. I think if you're looking at capital expenditure at the moment and you're looking at risk mitigation, uh, you know the availability of power is 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 a serious risk mitigant. It's become a, a risk mitigant, you know, almost equal to financial risk and and, and other control risks in, within a business environment. Yes, and that is the reality we are facing at the moment. Now, from the bank's perspective, what are these solutions that we are looking at and what can be done? Yeah, look, I think there's various products. I think, you know, if you look at renewable energy, uh, solar, every client's requirement is different. You know, we've got financing packages th- that we look at depending on the need of individual businesses or individuals. So I think the best thing that's there is for the, you know, for the client, or the prospective client to engage with us so that we get experts. We've got a, a broad base of experts that we've had to bring on board because the unfortunate part is that if you take something like solar, you know, there's been a lot of people that have come into the market that put products out there that you need to make sure are of a standard that will be able to look after your needs. So we have a team of people that that assess your requirement at the business. We check out the track record of the guys, you know, installing because there's a a risk in that if you're going to be financing it, especially if you're not going to be buying it cash. And, you know, we'll help you with your cash flow modeling to see where you're going to break even because at the end of the day, you know, those kind of solutions need to solve for themselves. We do work with a panel of accredited suppliers based from a reputational perspective, you know, that we have seen some clients that have had adverse experiences not using people that have got credible records. You know, we work together with the client in the holistic offering, not only in the financing of it, but also in the, in the you know, helping the client decide what is the best solution for them to put in place. Now, taking a look at these solutions, are there time limits placed on the recovery of a business coming back from devastation? Or what is the process that we are looking at in that regard? Well, I think what we, again, each business is, is, is different, right? So we've got a team of bankers and a team of you know, experts when it comes to businesses that are in distress. At Standard Bank, and specifically in the Standard Bank Free State Northern Cape, I can pride ourselves that we work with those businesses as much as we can to understand what potential turnaround strategies are there. So I can't pinpoint a specific time frame, Kayla, but what I can say is that we take each individual case on its merits. We work with a client. Yes, it's so that it doesn't always work out, but but for the vast majority of the time, we look to find a midway where either we can give some relief for a period or we can see how we can assist with working capital. Or we have the tough conversations with the client to say that you might need to look differently at your business model. You might need to dispose of some assets. So we have those honest conversations. But the only way you can do that is when you have real relationships with your clients. Yes. And that's what we strive for, you know, at Standard Bank. It's very easy to tell a client what he or she wants to hear. Sometimes the difficult conversations are necessary because, you know, in the long term, they stand you in good stead. And, and that's why we really focus so hard at Standard Bank and specifically in our, in our business clients division to have real relationships with our clients, to understand their business, to build a relationship and to, and to solution together. What would you say is your hope for our country's economy in the next five years, especially in regards to what you're seeing currently in the markets and in the economy? I think we live in such an amazing country. The opportunities in South Africa are boundless. I think the opportunities in the Free State and the Northern Cape are boundless. And what I foresee, my dream, is that we put pro-business governance structures in place where 
we encourage people to start their own businesses. We, we encourage people to operate. Uh, my dream is that we have a corruption-free environment where everyone's focused on, on productivity. And my dream is that we compete against the outside world and not against each other. Yes. We need to build South Africa together. And for that, we need to be productive. We need to make sure that we deliver world-class solutioning. We need to make sure that if someone comes to visit a place like Bloemfontein, that they have a good experience. When they come to your business, that they have a great experience so that next time they want to purchase a vehicle and they were in Bloemfontein and they had good service at the Bloemfontein outlet that they won't go elsewhere, that they'd come back so that we make sure the economy of the Free State is spent in the Free State and the economy of the Northern Cape is spent in the Northern Cape. That's my dream. The Business Hour with Oliver Heng on OSM.